Hello, hello, ladies and gentlemen, federal employees, welcome back to this episode with me, your host, Dallin Haas, and today we're going deep again. This is an ultimate guide, and this time it is on Fegley, or the long form is Federal Employee Group Life Insurance, the life insurance that you have through your job as a federal employee, because there is a lot to know when it comes about when it comes to this program. There's so many details that really come into play of, okay, how do you get the most out of it? How does it work during your career? How does it work when you retire? Do you want to keep it into retirement? All these sort of questions so that you, first, have the coverage that you need, right? That's huge. Life insurance is a huge part of most financial plans, okay? Second, you want to get the most out of the program, and you need to know when Fegley makes a lot of sense and when it maybe doesn't make a lot of sense, and maybe there's a better option somewhere else. So that is what we're going to talk about today. We're going to dig deep, and I'm excited. So without further ado, let's dig right in. So the first question, whenever I talk about life insurance with anyone, this is my first question is, hey, do you need life insurance? Do you? Right? Because if you talk to, let's say, a life insurance salesman, then the odds are you're going to come away from that conversation thinking you need life insurance, right? And I'm not trying to talk bad about every life insurance salesman, right? But you just have to know, okay, for you, do you need it, right? For example, let's say you're a single guy. You've got lots of resources in the bank, right? You don't have any kids. You don't have a mortgage. You don't have any major debts, nothing like that. And do you need life insurance? Well, maybe. Maybe you're involved in a business and maybe there's a need there, right? But maybe not, right? Think about your situation. What needs, would there be a mess if you were to pass away, right? That's what it comes down to. Would things be taken care of if you got if you passed away, if you died, right? That's the first place to start. If you got kids, if you have a mortgage, if you have people relying on you, and your income, then maybe life insurance may be a good way to make sure that regardless of whether you pass away tomorrow or in 40 years, 50 years, whatever it is, that they're taken care of. That's what life insurance is all about. It's about being responsible now so that the people that depend on us, the people that we care about most are taken care of. That's the first question. Do you need life insurance? And I can't answer that for you. That is something that you have to look at your situation in a very, very honest and blunt way to, hey, do I need it? Right? And the next question, of course, is how much do you need? And that's, of course, a deeper question. Um, but uh, try to simplify it. Say, hey, if I was to pass away, what needs would there be? And what can I afford to cover with life insurance? Right? Okay. Now that we've answered those first two questions, right? And I hope for you, you've answered those first two questions. Okay, do you need life insurance? And if so, how much do you need? The next question is, hey, where to get it, right? And the life insurance through your job is often a very natural place to start because it's through your job, it's all kind of set up already, and it's just a matter of you electing how and when you use it, okay? So, we have to kind of break down the program because it's a huge program. It's, it's the largest group life insurance program in the world. Okay, it's huge. Lots of pieces here. So we have to break it down. There's four main parts of Fegley, of the life insurance, okay? There, the first one is basically 
the one that you will be automatically enrolled into when you first are hired. And that's the basic coverage, okay? If you do nothing, you are going to be enrolled in this coverage. Now you can decline it, right? You can always decline it, but it is basically automatic if you do nothing. That's the default. Now, the last three types are optional, meaning you definitely can enroll in them, but it's not default, right? So there's basic and there's A, B, and C. Those are the four main parts of the Fegley program. And we're gonna break it down one by one. So, let's start with the basic. The basic coverage, in a nutshell, they take your basic pay, okay? They round it up to the next $1,000 and add $2,000, okay? So let's do an example. Let's say your basic pay is 97,500 bucks, okay? So 97,500 is your basic pay. Well, okay, let's round it up to the next thousand bucks. Okay, now you're at 98,000 and you add $2,000. Okay, now your coverage through the basic coverage is $100,000. That's, that's how they do it, right? So most of you listening, if you are a current federal employee, you probably have this coverage, okay? Now, there is what they call an extra benefit to the basic coverage and many Fed employees actually don't know this very well. Some do, but most people I talk to simply just haven't heard about it or don't understand how it works. Okay, so for those under the age of 45, you can get extra benefits just by being under age 45. Okay, it's free, doesn't cost anything, and basically how it works is if you're under the age of 35, okay, under the age of 35, then you actually have twice the amount of basic coverage, right? And then as you age between age 35 and 45, then this coverage starts decreasing down until once you hit age 45, you get down just to 100% of your basic coverage, okay? So from age 45 on, you just get the normal amount that we talked about earlier, right? If your basic pay is the 97,500, then you would have about $100,000 of coverage. I wrote an article along with this. There is a chart that shows how this, this breaks down. Basically from age 35 to age 45, you lose 10% of that extra coverage, okay? Until at 45, it's just down to the normal coverage. That's how it works, right? So now you know. Now you know about the extra coverage. Okay, the next type of coverage, of course, that you have through Fedley is option A. And this is a very simple option. It's basically, if you get it, it's an option for $10,000 worth of coverage. You can't change the amount of coverage. You can't change any of that. It's you elect it or you don't. It's $10,000 worth of coverage, right? So it's just a matter of do you want that coverage, okay? So that's option A. Option B, now this is where often the rubber meets the road. Option B is where you can get a lot of coverage, up to five times your salary, but this is often where it costs the most, right? It costs a lot to start getting this coverage. And the rates, the cost of option B is gonna be based on your age and whether you're retired or not, okay? Once you're retired, there's other things that come into play. But uh, when we talk about Fegley, most people, when I talk about this, are talking about option B, okay? Because basically what it is, is they take your base salary again, your basic pay, and they round it up to the next $1,000. And for the option B, they don't add the 2,000, right? They don't do that. So they just round it up to the next $1,000, and you can choose a multiple 
between 1 and 5, so multiple of 1, 2, 3, 4, and 5, one of those, of how many multiples of your salary you want coverage for. And of course, for every $1,000 um, extra you have in coverage, the more it's going to cost, right? So if you do five times your salary, then of course you, it's going to cost more, right? And so that's kind of how option B works. Now, option C. Option C is for your spouse and your kids, okay? And basically, you, again, pick a multiple between 1 and 5, and for every multiple that you pick, your spouse has $5,000 worth of coverage, okay? And for every multiple that you pick, each of your eligible children that are dependent on you have $2,500 worth of coverage, right? So if you pick multiple of five, then you times the amount that is said by five. So for example, if you choose option C, multiple of five, then your spouse is gonna have $25,000 worth of coverage because each multiple is worth $5,000, right? And for each, each ind individual kid that is eligible, again, for each multiple, they're gonna get 2,500. Right? So if you choose five multiples, then each child will have $12,500 worth of coverage. Okay? So that is how all four parts of Fegley work. Those are the basics. Okay? And one major component of this life insurance program, and one essential thing that you need to know about it, is when and how you can make changes. Okay? So, of course, when you're hired, you can elect exactly what coverage you want and you don't not, you do not have to have a medical exam right so regardless of your health when you're hired you can pick the coverage that you want you can do basic you can do a b c or of course um, a combination of all of them one thing to note is you have to have basic coverage to have any of the others so if you cancel basic you cancel everything else too right so you could have basic and combinations of the others but you have to have basic to have the others. That's one thing that's very important to know. Now, once you're already hired, which because you're listening to this, you probably are already hired, right? There's only certain times that you can make changes without having a medical exam, okay? And this is at different life events. And there's a few of them. First, if you have a kid, that's one. If you get married, if you get divorced, or if, if your spouse dies. If one of those four life events happens, then you can go and you can change your coverage without a medical exam. Now, let me kind of clarify this. At any point, at any point during your career or in retirement, you can cancel or reduce your coverage. Okay, you could cancel, no problem. The issue is you cannot add coverage whenever you want. That is when you have to wait for these life events that I talked about, that is when you can actually add coverage. Okay, I just wanna make that clear. Now, the next question is, hey, okay, now I can understand the basics of the program, how it works, the different parts, but what does it cost, right? Well, it's a great question. So, the basic option, the basic option is the only option where your agency is actually going to pitch in and pay for some of the premium. Now, if you're just at normal traditional FERS, then you're gonna be paying about two thirds that premium, your agency is gonna be picking about, about a third. If you work for the USPS, the United States Postal Office, then they will actually pay the entire premium for the basic, right? So it's a no-brainer, especially because they pay for it, right? Of course, if you have to work for the USPS, right? Now, 
The other options, the A, B, or C, the cost of those are going to change over time. As you age, the cost changes. And the rates will change over time. So if you want to see the rates, there's going to be a link in the description or check out the article I wrote um, with this, this podcast, with this video. And they'll be in there. There will be a link. You go to OPM's website and the rates will be there. But all you, the things you have to know is, hey, for options A, B, and C, over time, those rates increase as you age. Okay? Now, like I said, option B is the coverage where you can get a lot of coverage because you, you can go up to five times your salary. The one thing to know when it comes to option B is that once you hit your four, mid-40s, 50s, 60s, right in that time zone, right, the cost of option B really starts to skyrocket. It really starts to double almost every five years, okay? Again, check out the, the rates to know for you, okay, what, what does that actually mean? But it gets very expensive, at least relatively, right? So the decision that feds like you have to decide as you start hitting those ages is, hey, is it still worth it? First, what coverage do I need? It's been some years since you were hired probably. What coverage do you need? And if you need coverage, okay, is Fegley now the best option? Because you know, as you get older, it's going to keep increasing. And is that the most cost-effective option? And it really depends, right? Depends on your health. Maybe if you're in phenomenal health, you can go out on the private side and get a, a good private individual policy that's going to be cheaper, right? Depending on your health. Again, Fegley is a great option for those that are already in the system. And because regardless if you, you know, are maybe healthier than others or unhealthy, you can get coverage. When you're hired, you can get coverage, right? They don't do a medical exam at these different points, right? So, some things to think about. Just know that over time, the cost of A, B, and C are going to increase, right? Now, the next question that we have to understand is what happens to Fegley in retirement and what we should know to decide, okay, what do I need in retirement? What should I take with me in retirement? And what are the ramifications of these decisions? Now, one thing I do have to mention is that not everyone is going to be eligible to keep their Fegley, their life insurance through their job, into retirement. There's three main requirements that you have to hit to be able to do that. The first is you have to have been enrolled, covered in Fegley for the previous five years before retirement, okay? The second, you have to be enrolled in Fegley on the day you retire. Those are the two big ones. And of course, also the third one, which is also huge, you have to retire with an immediate retirement. And I have tons of videos on that, but you basically have to retire with an immediate retirement where you can get your pension, at least be eligible to get your pension right away. So those are the three main requirements for you to keep your life insurance for your job into retirement. Now, I'm going to talk about now the ways and the different options that you have for each type of coverage into retirement. Let's start with the basic, okay? So when you retire, there's a few options that you have to elect for the basic option. There's three, okay? You can either pick the 75% reduction, the 50% reduction, or the no reduction. Those are the three different options that you can pick as a federal employee retiring, right? Assuming you're eligible, those are the three options. Now, the most popular, at least with my clients, right, I, I can't speak for everyone, is the 75% reduction. And basically what that means is at 65 or retirement, if you retire after 65, 
what starts happening is your coverage starts to decrease 2% per month until it gets down to only 25% is left, right? So 75% of it has been reduced away. Okay, so easy example, let's say your coverage before was 100 grand. At the end of this reduction, you're gonna have $25,000 worth of coverage left, okay? That, that's how it works. But at age 65, or when you retire, that's after 65, this coverage becomes free, right? It becomes free. So assuming, again, your coverage was 100 grand before, well, you now have $25,000 worth of coverage for the rest of your life for free. Right, which can be a great benefit. Now, if you pick one of the other two options, whether it's a 50% reduction or the, the zero or the no reduction, then it's gonna cost money, right? It's gonna cost money over time and you wanna make sure that's worth it for you, okay? Now, the next option for, of course, Fegley is option A. And in retirement, there's no choice here. If you keep option A into retirement, at 65, it's gonna start reducing until it hits 25%, and it's gonna stay there for the rest of your life. And so there's no options to pick, it's relatively simple, okay? Now, for options B and C, you can pick, again, how many multiples that you keep into retirement, okay? And whether or not you get a reduction at 65 or retirement if it's later, right? And depending on which combination that you pick, that is gonna determine the cost for you. And again, the biggest thing with deciding on these coverages, look at the cost. See what it's gonna cost you to keep it into retirement. And first, do you need the coverage? And if you do, great. Is there a cheaper option? If there's not, maybe it's the best option, right? If it is the best option, great. Maybe it is worth paying the premiums. And again, those premiums are gonna come straight out of your pension in retirement, okay? So that, in a nutshell, is what happens and the different options that you have with Fegley in retirement. Again, I wrote a big long article on this and there's some more details to how each of, the, each of these work, but that's definitely a great start of how these things work in retirement. Now, some of you at this point are saying, hey, I don't know if Fegley is the best option for me at this point, right? And it's definitely something to look into, right? I don't sell life insurance, so don't come for me to, to sell you a policy. That's not what I do, right? But I definitely help people think through these decisions of, okay, Where's the best option, right? We don't want to overpay for life insurance. Life insurance is a great tool, but we don't want to overpay for it, right? So if Fegley is getting expensive, or if it's just not the option that is making sense for you, there's a couple places to go. First, there are a ton of insurance companies on the private side, a ton that offer life insurance. So start looking around. See where you can get a good price. And of course, don't cancel into your Fegley before you're confident that you can get coverage somewhere else. And you actually do get coverage somewhere else. You wanna be careful, because again, it's easy to cancel Fegley, but it's a lot harder to get back on, okay? Now, there's also an option called WEPA. I've talked about WEPA in the past on this, on this show, um, but it's something to look into. Again, there's gonna be a link in the, in the description below, or go to the article that I wrote associated with this, and you can check out WEPA. Basically, it's W, a-E-P-A, -E it's kind of a weird word, and basically they are a group term life insurance solution for federal employees, specifically. They're just for federal employees, and I, I don't get paid for them to say this, but I have seen clients and other many federal employees that have gone there and it saved them some money, it's made a lot of sense for them. So it's worth checking out if you're looking for pricing and you're looking for other options, okay. The next question that you have to ask when looking around is, okay, 
Should I get a whole life policy or a term, right? And this is a great question. So, to answer this question correctly, we have to know how long do you need coverage for? The big difference between a whole life policy and a term policy is, this is a very simplified example, but a whole life lasts for the rest of your life. And there's tons of different types of whole life with different options, different things. But in a nutshell, a whole life policy lasts the rest of your life. So it's going to be more expensive, right? A term policy is going to last for only a specific amount of time. And once that time is up, then you have no more coverage, right? Now, the vast majority of folks that I talk with and look at their situations is most of them don't need coverage for the rest of their life. There comes a point when either, let's say, their mortgage is paid off, maybe their kids are grown, maybe they've saved enough, where if something did happen, they're going to be okay. Their responsibilities are going to be taken care of, so they, they don't need the life insurance anymore. Now, that's not everyone. Some people may need life insurance for the rest of their life, but it's something to look into. And so, for most folks I talk to, a good term policy that's going to last as long as they need the coverage probably makes the most sense, because it's a lot cheaper and you could actually spend the extra money that you're not spending on insurance on your life, on maybe saving for retirement, whatever it is, you have the extra resources because you're not just spending on something that you may or may not need. So again, I'm not discouraging a whole life policy if you need it, I'm just saying, hey, make sure for you, you know what makes sense for you. Okay, the last thing that I'm going to talk about before, I know this is way too long, this is way longer than a normal episode, is keep your beneficiaries updated. This is huge, right? Because regardless of how much time and energy you put into getting the perfect policy or really maximizing Fegley, right? No matter how much you put into that, if you don't keep your beneficiaries updated, then if you pass away, that insurance, that payout is going to go to whoever is listed as the beneficiary, even if it's your ex-spouse, even if it is someone where they used to be your beneficiary and they used to be in your life and they're not anymore right? I, this mistake has happened and it's basically impossible to fix once you pass away. So fix it now. Fix it now, right? Every few years, look at your policies. Look at everything you have. Make sure things are updated, okay? And I know I have on this quite a bit, but it's so critical, right? This one little mistake can really throw people's plans just down the drain and you don't want that to happen, right? You want everything to be in order so no matter how long you live, whether it's another 70, 80 years, whatever it is, that things are taken care of. So that's my spiel for today. I know that was a ton of information, but I, again, I want this to be the ultimate guide going over all the different things that you need to know. And again, I could talk here all day about Fegley, about the benefits. I, I could talk hours and hours, but we're going to try to keep this as short as possible. You guys have an incredible rest of your day, and I'll see you next time.